Hey, this is post-edit Skylar here. Um, just to let you guys know, a little disclaimer, there will be Spider-Man No Way Home spoilers in this episode. Don't ask why, I don't know how it came up. Uh, but if you haven't seen the movie, you might want to go watch that before you listen to this episode. Um, don't know why you haven't watched it at this point, but things happen. So, if you haven't seen it, be careful. Anyways, thanks for watching and hope you enjoy the episode. Hey guys, um, this is Kodak and welcome back to Brief Thursdays, the podcast where we talk to you and spill the beans on all things music. This week we're talking about soundtracks and theme songs, of musical scores even, um, <laughs> TV shows and films. Um, our special guests this week are Josh and Jotty. <laughs> so stay tuned for all our musical opinions. Yeah. <laughs> disclaimer to yeah, make. Yeah, I um, think so. At Brita Thursday is here, we really just want to make clear that, you know, this is about the music. Yeah, not um, people. Not people. music from the artist? We think yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, what, you're, that's what you're saying. I'm saying, yeah, maybe. You know, you can't separate. Go up from a good burrito. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Brita Thursday. That was so bad. <laughs> yeah. Welcome um, to another episode of Brita Thursday with your host, Skyler, the creator. Yes, sir. And this week we're talking about movie TV soundtracks with very special guests. Two, two guests. Two guests. Actually, we never have wow. two guests, which is crazy. This is the first time. Yeah. First time, man. Um, so do you want to introduce? Do we do people introducing themselves? Yeah, yeah introduce yourselves. God, pressure. No, literally, just hi, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> hi, my name's Josh. I'm not a movie soundtrack expert, but. I like films, I like music. So yeah, you know, like yeah I think we have to make that as a big yeah. disclaimer. Like, no one is claiming any expertise here. No, I feel like you guys know so much more. Like The conversations I've had, at least with you, you just seem like you know so much. So I think this is a good episode to have. And I think when we do episodes with people who know stuff, shout out Danielle, it just comes mm. up better. <laughs> like, yeah. We actually have things to say and like, opinions. Well, you're, you're, nice you're saying, saying DT and Swoosh didn't know stuff. Oh, no, no, no. Listen, DT was great. <laughs> <laughs> DT knew his... The thing is, though, I knew the stuff of the DT, mm. so it was fine. <clears throat> Swoosh knew her stuff, but it was more... That it wasn't anything. New yeah, that was the personal stuff. Like a personal yeah, thing. and this is like, yeah, this is educational. Oh, there's an element of personal so, in this, I'd say. Oh, no. also, so I'm John T. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I didn't know. <laughs> I was just talking. Um, yeah, don't. Yeah, really stop him rambling. Okay. No, no, that, that that's Josh's role. I feel like it's good. It's like a flow. Like it's not a formal part. I wouldn't say. Like I think. Yeah. No, nah, but Josh's role here is literally just to like. Childminders. Like Childminders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing the notes pages are hefty. Like, it's just like just in case. Notes page. I don't, but I've, I've got like very, I've got very like few things oh. to say. Scar's got a lot of knowledge. Scar's yeah. got a lot of knowledge mm. somewhere. In, 
dig it out. To like, be honest, yeah. I, I feel like I only have like one actual like interesting point to bring up. The rest are kind of just like, oh, nice songs, da 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 da. But like, I've got <laughs> I've got one thing to say. Okay, fair. I think I don't know whether we should start with TV or movie soundtracks. Mm. Only because I think me and Sky will be able to talk more about TV stuff and we go on stuff about movie stuff. So yeah, I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about first? I'm interested in your point now, you said you got one point. My point, oh, okay, 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 like, okay, you said okay. it out there, so. so... So my point was, obviously, like, we're talking about having an episode being, like, TV soundtracks and that kind of thing. Um, and I was thinking, like, TV, but then I was like, low-key, let me throw in a little... I feel like it's quite a little curveball in there for the TV one. Because obviously I like nature documentaries, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, listen, some of these ones have, like, very nice soundtracks. And I was listening to... The one, one, the one I was watching recently was like the mating game, and like oh. that one had like a really nice like orchestral soundtrack, and it was like really cool. Um, and that's just like a one in itself. But like the actual point was basically for the Blue Planet Two soundtrack. Was you gonna go? Yeah, yeah, I saw his eyes. I saw Oh my god, that's great. Yeah, because I I saw like. Um, like the one video where they were talking about how like they did like a collab with Radiohead to like remake one of their songs for it, and like the whole like. I guess the way they approach, like, I don't know too much about how they usually approach making like like orchestra type music, but like the way they approach this was like like trying to mirror like the artistic style, like pointillism, and like make like a big like piece out of like essentially like small like tiny dots and like build it up, and like the way they like told the like inst- the instrumentalist players, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but those guys, they were just like yeah, like basically like if the person next to you is like playing, don't play. And then having like a bunch of like short kind of like overlapping or like stopping and starting segments that come together to like build like, I think they called it like tidal orchestra or something yeah. um, to just like obviously like mirror the whole ocean theme and that kind of thing. And I thought that the way that they yeah, it's like... It's so clever, isn't it? Like, it was so they... smart, yeah. When I was talking about it, I was like, wow, like this is actually... Yeah, I think, I mean that, you know, I think that is really the cool thing, isn't it? How clever these like people are to mirror like what's happening on screen or what's happening in tv and i think the planned documentaries are like mm. even better like how are we like mirroring like nature yeah in yeah, like yeah. sound is pretty cool but you were saying about the um the planet yeah i mean it's not like it's real stress it's not just putting notes and chords and instruments together it's sort of creating a narrative creating a story that reflects what you're seeing on the screen yeah. isn't it? and that's that's what and I more think. and more now the stuff they have available to them to like even try this stuff you know i mean more and more we've moved away from I'd say like pure orchestral stuff and it's been like yeah. you know pretty mad what they've been able to like come up with with you know technology and stuff yeah, to yeah. make this like pretty massive sounds you know from one guy in his bedroom can pretty much create yeah. a whole soundtrack if he really wants to yeah you look at um, like tv scores from the 50s 60s it's very much you know simple strings orchestral like these days it's synths there's all sorts of like people in Involving guitars and everything, so yeah, there's definitely been a, a huge like. Well, didn't, what, did Hans Zimmer do Planet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to mention it too early. Yeah, it's interesting because he also did like he didn't do Planet Earth one. I think there's like a marked difference between the score for that and the one for two. Like I do think it like sounds a lot bigger. I think. Mm. I've not watched. Like, I've not seen the. I don't watch Planet Earth one. So am I really like digging myself in here? No, no, it's fine. Like we're not a major dog. But also, like Planet Earth one was quite a while ago as well. I feel like that one's kind of like. You can kind of get away. Maybe with they it. got I the budget to bring him in. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, really did like really well, but I think I was going to say like Planet Earth one, like the score for that, I think could fit in any kind of almost fancy or like any kind of yeah like movie mm. based soundtrack. Where I think Planet Earth two, the soundtrack is very specific, like tailored to, to like, it. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. really, like, and that's what makes a good soundtrack. Yeah, well, we did that no, again with sure. um, I think, 
Saying about the Radiohead thing you said, they yeah. did it with the Foles, didn't they? I'm not going to get you. Oh yeah, to be fair, yeah. You know Brian Cox, a physicist. Yeah. He did a, a series recently about the universe. It was quite philosophical as well, scientific. And my favorite band, Foles. They, we, Hans Zimmer's company um, worked with Foles to re-orchestrate one of their big songs. It's yeah. called Neptune. It's about it's obviously space, uh-huh, okay. and it was epic. Like, and it, it fit the series so well. And for me, it's my favorite band as well. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was class, but oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like it shows that. that they not only just take write their own songs, but they can rework you know any sort yeah. of yeah. pop pop or you know mod, yeah, like. Cool. I mean, the Radiohead one was quite funny as well because like I'm pretty sure they wrote the Radiohead song in response to like Blue Planet One, and then in Blue Planet Two they use a song that they wrote to because of Blue Planet One to make now for Blue That's Planet Two. So it's yeah. like a continuous like link. Of, like, and the guy from um, oh we're getting out the uh, the guitarist from Radiohead, this guy mm. called Johnny Greenwood, um, and he's just mad. Like the fact you can be a guitarist from one of like you know the largest bands. You know, and then on top of that, he also writes film soundtracks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's done a couple of big movies. Uh, there Will Be Blood, which is a big sort of Academy Award winner, mm-hmm. um, Daniel Day-Lewis um, mm-hmm. movie. And recently, he's just been nominated again, I'm going to say, for... He did Power of the Dogs, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, going to be nom- yeah. it's nominated this year for Best Picture, but also nominated, I think, for um, uh, Score. Yeah. So that's like, I think he's scored like three yeah, movies, like three and he's got and he's two nom- nominations yeah. like, for Oscars. <laughs> Very successful. Yeah. And to also then be a guitarist in Radiohead, like... Um, that's pretty Radiohead, bad. Radiohead are very, it's a good point talking about Radiohead because they are as they're a rock band right but they're mm-hmm. obviously showing their guitar it's not a score right but I don't know if you know for Spectre James Bond film yeah. they wrote the original soundtrack so as oh, not soundtrack but the theme tune so they wrote a song called Spectre they sent to the producers uh, and the producers rejected it and said this doesn't fit the film well uh, and they chose Sam Smith instead for Ryan's on the wall but the but they were like the original ones. But they were going the original for it. ones, and that song's out there. And I think I think it's a tragedy that that wasn't on the film because it's, yeah. it's such a good James Bond song. Do you think it's better than the Sam Smith one? Oh yeah, oh, big, oh, I, yeah. I do. But I mean, I mean, I've not heard it. So now you've got. I've got to go and listen to it. Now, for, like I think there are people on the internet who've like done deep dive analysis on it, and yeah. it just, little little intricacies that just screen James Bond. So I don't know. But yeah. This is just like a little like side question. Like when you're listening to like music, um, like with a soundtrack, I guess, how long does it take you to actually be able to like pick up on the intricacies? Like do you like actively go into it and try and like take it apart in your own head or is it like a thing where you will like watch analysis afterwards of someone going through it or is it just like a mix of both for like organic? I think like I think Josh probably agree with me, like a lot of our interest to listen to soundtracks and films, T V and probably what everyone would say is like you just love the films and the soundtracks before yeah like you love watching the films you love watching the tv shows um i listen to a lot of film soundtracks mainly because it just reminds me of the film yeah love watching that so. so i wouldn't say a lot of the intricacies is sort of a a deep musical appreciation yeah. or hearing you know that line or that line i think it's more the fact that you appreciate how cleverly they've attached a sound or um, a piece of music to us to a scene or an image that you can remember i mean how many times you know pretty much everyone here will have heard one piece of film music that they can instantly recognise as being a scene or like uh, a film or whatever. Yeah. And that's the skill. And I think that's like what I'd say is, I don't know, in terms of what, what have I learned, what have I got better at? I suppose I get, you know, better at realising what the clever things they do to like associate with different things. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of big music composers and sort of film composers are really good at using things called, there's something called a light motif. Checking my only only one word of yeah technical vocab for a minute, um, but that's where you like you use like um, a melody line or a specific theme that associates with like objects or the or like um, people. Mm-hmm. So a really good example would be like you know every time Harry comes on yeah. for Harry Potter they might play the you know the classic Harry Potter theme yeah. 
Or I know you're gonna get annoyed with Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Sorry, disclosure. Why would you be upset he, about Lord of the Rings? No, nah, he just doesn't like the fact that I mention it like all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Disclaimer: huge fan. Like can't can't complain. Mm. Um, but like whenever time the ring comes on, they have like a theme. Like oh, there's okay, some clever okay. things that like some of the big composers do, which are like has made them so good. Yeah, um, I mean, that'd be a good segue into because we're talking about TV right I mean sure. have you two watched Game of Thrones yeah yeah, yeah. so please respect me um, <laughs> yeah. you know some, some, some weirdos haven't but yeah. um, no that, that's a massive thing in Game of Thrones right because Ramin Djawadi who I didn't know before I watched the series but yeah. he is undoubtedly now one of my favourite composers he wrote that iconic theme and those those chords you can just hear them interspersed in the soundtrack throughout the season so if it, when you hear those chords your brain automatically thinks oh this scene's important something cool's going to happen now or well, someone's about to come well, on screen or like yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on screen, someone's about to die it's right? so clever isn't it? It, it it's yeah he's super super talented because I feel like we've got to stress that writing for a TV series is, is different it's a different game not completely but it there's, there's intricacies that are different because I want to ask you I don't actually know so I'm going to ask your opinion on this would you say, I would initially jump to say that potentially you need to have slightly more like themes, more connection with characters. Because obviously if you're watching over an entire season or multiple seasons, like yeah. Game of Thrones, by season seven, you know, people, you know, really have got to know the, the, the soundtrack and the theme. Surely yeah. there's got to be quite, a, you've got to write a huge amount more material yeah. than you probably have to do for a film. Because undoubtedly, he has like, as in Raman Jawadi, yeah. he's written themes for every single you know there are big ho- the yeah. houses of families in yeah. Game of Thrones every house has its own theme that instantly if there's a scene with those characters in that theme comes mm-hmm. on and it resonates with you because it takes you back to maybe I won't, I won't spoil Game of Thrones for everyone but there's quite a lot of tragedy and then yeah uh, in particular as well the one thing that I picked up from Game of Thrones was uh, one of the main characters Daenerys Targaryen mm-hmm. her theme her individual theme starts off very sort of quiet and withdrawn in the first few seasons mm-hmm. and as her character builds in strength throughout the the seven or eight seasons her theme gets more powerful and to the end in the, in the seventh and eighth season when she's going to run these dragons it's like huge like strings huge brass sections wow. it's massively powerful it's kind of like imagery you put isn't it side yeah. by side the season one season eight theme, yeah mm-hmm. you can tell it's the same piece of music but it's just so many more different elements that's really it. cool yeah. yeah so i guess it, it makes sense that like you would have to like keep up because like, i think it was if it was like the same theme from like season one to season eight you probably heard that like a yeah. like, hundred times <laughs> exactly. so, like, you'll get like bored if you're just seeing the same thing but they're like tracking it and like evolving it with the character which is actually really cool yeah that's a skill isn't it you just sit down and you know and, you know, I know John Williams spent ages and ages with directors, you know, having knowledge of where the film was going to go, where even like the whole sort of um, film series was going to go, well before like maybe even like actors or other people were involved because he needed to know really? before because yeah. you know it takes a no, no, I hear age I to write some of his music. I don't know, like I, I only know from like the concept of Harry Potter, like at least scoring the first Harry Potter, and like, I only know that he like took the extended version, extended edit of the Harry Potter movie and we'll just like score it so I think like what happens I don't know if this is the case on all movies but I, I was under the impression that they sent the like unedited version to um, the composer and then they would like work on it like kind of post post filming thing like not that they would have any kind of understanding of the music that would be under underscoring the scenes although mm. I guess like I don't know I don't I don't know I, I imagine it's like more the director's vision in terms of like scoring the music and like how the song should go but and a lot, a lot of directors have their own... Like placeholder music. I think they like use, I mean, in my mind at least, they like use classical music that like placeholds 
within um, yeah. scenes and stuff that like kind of indicates the the tone of the scene like to give the composer some kind of indication but yeah I don't know it's just well, so a lot of directors now have their own like specific composers yeah. they work with yeah. like in the same way like actors work with yeah. certain directors you know if you if you if you make all if you make a certain genre, mm. there is like one person. Um, like Christopher Nolan and I feel like Hans Zimmer. But, right? Right? I mean, that's that's yeah. one of the main things. Like, that's that's a big that's. A big <laughs> yeah. I won't talk about that. I don't know. I, 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 I feel like it's so important to Christopher Nolan's work, the music, the score of it. But 100%. I'm not sure that oh. I would list. What about that? I thought you were about to say something that we were going to really disagree on. I don't know that I would say that it's like one of the top like, scores that I'd be like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, well, like the Hans Zimmer ones. Not even the Hans Zimmer ones, like the use of it like by Christopher Nolan. I think The Dark Knight maybe I would like give an exception to. Oh but wait, but is, like, is, is Christopher like, Nolan you know, like, into Tyler as well, though? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so no, come on. Josh is, Josh is slowly getting quite upset. Just like, you are you are talking like, about like Interstellar as well, so yeah, no, then she, Interstellar. I feel like Interstellar is different. Like I feel like it's a different kind of world building. I, I just think like Tenet is too noisy. And I'm saying that. <laughs> oh, wait, what? No, I've not seen you, Tenet. You, like, what? The no, 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 no. I've seen. I'm like, no. You know I what? Think, I was literally. Just I'm not sure you can make comment if you've not seen the film. I was just about to say because in Tenet, I feel like I don't know. I've noticed like somewhat intentional, but like. The sound mixing just felt like when I was in the cinema for the first time, I was literally like struggling to it's understand jarring. like the dialogue. It, it's like jarring. it's really weird, and that annoys me because for me, right? I'm watching the movie, and then you've got dialogue there. Why are you putting the sound over it? Over it, it if, I can't hear the movie. It frustrates me for because I look. I, I it sounds. It's, it's a very. I don't know, it's a bit of a giant thing to say when you say, oh, I love Tenet, because people hated it because it was too complicated. It makes you sound like, oh, I'm on my high horse. <laughs> but I, I really think that forgetting sound mixing, which I agree was a. It wasn't great, even though apparently he did it on purpose. Ludwig Göransson, the guy who wrote that score, mm. also won an Oscar for Black Panther. Um, that was good. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, that, was, that was a great score. That was a great score. I, I, I love that score so much. I watched those videos of him breaking it down, and he, the way he wrote, he wrote a lot of the the guitar riffs on an eight string guitar. Um, bizarre. I didn't know they existed. Uh, but like he. Because the film's obviously about reverse time, he, mm. he basically like took wrote it and then flipped it, and so you can't tell in a lot of the piece of music, is it is it in a forward is it is it is he written it in this direction or is it reverse and it I feel like that's that's a like it's a clever concept. Really maybe it didn't concept, work for the film, saying, which I think maybe was like the you know there's a big difference between you know, is it a great soundtrack and does it like and then the day it's got to work for the film. Yeah, but, like, yeah. depends on your rubric. I, mean, I guess what you're saying, like how you determine what a good soundtrack is. Like, is it the technicality of it and like the full thought behind it? Is it like how it actually interacts with the movie? Mm, yeah. Is it that you reckon like you can almost hear it and recognize it over the film? Like when you're watching it, the initial like initially, mm. you're like, wow, like the sound is really good, or is it that you are picking it later and you're like, oh, this works because of this? Like, cause depending on how you're measuring that, the like how good the soundtrack is. I think it has to have the like. You have to enjoy it when you listen to it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, obviously, you like, it, if you just listen to it and it's like, he did this big break, like, I don't know, like, he, like, fucking went and, like, recorded it all and then put it into some algorithm that, like, yeah. fucking combined it with That's the, the like, relativity like, equation and shit yeah. that came in the other side. <laughs> it sounds great. <laughs> it's like, well, but then it just sounds like garbage. You can't yeah, listen yeah. to it, like... I feel like we we both, on Spotify, rap this shit. I think it was our... But in our top five, we both had soundtracks as a genre, mm. which shows... Wow. It's a bit... I have to say, I do, I, I, I work to it. Yeah. So yeah. I work to it. It's not as if I'm just spending every day of my do you know life. What, do you know what her rap was? Why are you doing <laughs> 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 Now this is, a, this, this, this is an interesting move. Yeah, <laughs> 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 
So white noise. Yeah, why is white noise? I, like, I've worked to white noise, and it's been white noise for the past five years, and I'm not ashamed of that. Consistent. Other one, like unfortunately. Like, why white noise though? Like, I don't. Sorry, that's a complete sidetrack. But I don't. You can't hear it after one. I get distracted. If I'm doing soundtracks, I know the film. Because I did try doing soundtracks after. I think you said it, and you're like, "Oh, this works for soundtracks." I put on like a playlist. And it had like How to Train Your Dragon. How to Train Your Dragon. That is a that is a banging soundtrack. John Powell does so well there. That I is. feel like though, if you if you because we do listen to soundtrack music, a good soundtrack, you should just be able to listen to it independently and so enjoy it. Enjoy the music. Like a lot, of, like on Tenet, a lot of the ones are a bit jarring to listen to on their own if they're not peace with the film. And that's I think like, you know, a, a sick soundtrack is where if you if you took the soundtrack out of the film, the film would like be worse like be yeah. like no, not even worse for it because most films would be worse for it, but like would be like. You'd be questioning this film's like really bad because of it, you know. Like, there's quite a lot of soundtracks which I think are so mm-hmm. integral. I mean, I'm gonna ask you because I've not watched it. It's embarrassing I've not watched it. But like, I'm I've been listening to the Dune soundtrack, which has also been nominated, oh, okay. and I've not even watched the movie, and I think it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's, no. that's another case of Hans Zimmer mastery, I think. But well, that's Hans Zimmer as well. Yeah, yeah. he's he, he's he's cleaning up. Yeah. Like, he's literally <laughs> cleaning up. Yeah, um, Dune is incredible. What like. There's a, there's so many. I think it's very hard to write a soundtrack for space films. Films not set on Earth, and I think Hans Zimmer is very good at doing that. Like, yeah, if you, Interstellar is another unbelievable soundtrack. Because yeah. I kind of feel like it's like harder to write a score for things like dramas and that. Cause like, I guess it's I don't know. I guess those films are more centered around the dialogue and like the relationships yeah. and like that, and it's like very familiar to people. But I think when you're trying to do something like fantasy or like something. Off world, and the wife said like that, but yeah, no, yeah. Maybe like something like that. I think you almost have more scope for creativity, and it's like easy. I, I don't know, I feel like, yes, but maybe there's more opportunity. Like, the, the, yeah, they're like a lot of the heavyweight composers. I feel like they compose, like, they do the soundtracks for fantasy and for yeah. like mm-hmm. sci fi a lot because there is more room for it than in like something else where it's maybe not as necessary to like building uh, an environment. Yeah. I don't, maybe I should maybe rephrase that and say it's hard to write a good, unique space soundtrack or okay, fantasy yeah, soundtrack no, yeah, because yeah. I feel like it's quite it's quite easy to that we all have those sounds that we stereotypically think of. Oh, it's a space film. Like. But that's why I think that there are some people I'm coming to my like it's like odder soundtracks I really enjoy. Like some other people who like, I think have found their niche in. I don't know what you were saying. It's really different. Mm-hmm. Um, and Josh is going to have a go at me for my pronunciation here, but Dario. Oh, you're so sad. Have, have a go. Have a go. No, actually, for this podcast, it'd be so embarrassing when I get it so wrong. <laughs> um, Dario. <laughs> is it Marinelli? Marianelli. Okay, oh, well, wow. I'm not going to do the accent. There you go. He's like, he's like really good, but his speciality is like dramas. Oh, okay. He started off in like um, those sort of classic, uh, like, eight, you know, like. Period. Yeah, period dramas. Yeah. So oh. Atonement, Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're like, they're like really good soundtracks. Um, but. He's like found this completely different niche, which mm. I think oh, you're gonna you're gonna disagree with me. But I think his skill is much more impressive than potentially writing what you're saying like a fantasy drama. He's mm. writing if you're writing a film, you have to take like Pride and Prejudice. You're writing like a, for a classic Jane Austen film where it's all about talking. You know, I mean, where do we even start with like writing a soundtrack? Like you know, because they could have easily easily have taken music I from the time. Yeah. yeah, they could easily have gone look. We're just gonna, actually going to use. Some of the actual composers from the nineteenth mm. century who there's loads of it. Lots of yeah, a lot of they that. do that. So I thought actually it's quite interesting that his job is to write this sort of completely unique, but also has to sound a mixture of sort of new, interesting, but also, you know, not going against the period or has to yeah. sound sort of I think his skill was like 
I guess much like more impressive. Space or fantasy is like if you kind of just like say it's kind of new, maybe the space it? one. Like you kind of just you can look, you do anything you want. Yeah, like yeah. you can like make up any like whatever. But like to make it match the piece, but sound not too like done out, but also like like fitting in the time and like not I guess overwhelming the dialogue that you have. I think yeah, it's like. Yeah, he also did Paddington, and that's a big thing. I mean, everyone loves that. Everyone loves Paddington. Paddington's good movie. Paddington bangs, don't you? No, 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 no. Paddington two, no, no, Paddington two. It's also like that is a great movie. They're both very good films. It's so hard to. Hey, does Everest? Do you like Everest? I do. Everest is as good as no. I feel like. A lot, a lot of sequels films. are terrible. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that and Shrek, I think. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. I think uh, on a side note, Shrek, Shrek soundtrack. Oh man, that is, that is. <laughs> but then, but then is like, like songs? Like, but I'm gonna, yeah. yeah. Is that that's like a good the, I think that's still a skill as well. Like, putting right? the songs versus like crafting but something. I think, that's more I think choosing TV them. Than it is in yeah, potentially, and also TV shows where they use like where it's I'd say okay, which not attack these sort of TV shows, but TV shows where it's more like it's not like a fantasy genre or mass or big budget. You know, they've used like just songs that are out there. Yeah. Um, but I think there is definitely a skill yeah, in I Shrek, right for example, ones. to yeah. pick the songs that fit. Yeah. Um, and look, I mean, th- that soundtrack and the songs that were in Shrek have like, a lot of them have been successful purely yeah. from the fact they've been in Shrek, which is like, that's. Like, you know, all started, I feel like, it's, yeah, it's, it's never gone die out just because of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and the Eels write a couple of decent songs from that soundtrack, which is good. Like Monster and Me and all that. I don't know. Am I really speaking to? Now I'm showing that I have watched Shrek way too much. Um, I feel like if I heard it, I'd recognize it. But like, because I, I know that what's it called? Like the All Star stuff. I know there was also the um, like La Vida Loca and Shrek as well. Yeah, that's number uh, two. Yeah. Something about a hero. I, know I need a hero. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This whole thing. Is yeah, cool. it's definitely a different sort of yeah. skill, which is kind of interesting. But yeah. yeah. So I would say like my some of my favorite TV shows. So Succession. I think you know you're gonna mention. No, that's no, 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 no,
Sorry. No, it's just side by side, bro. It's important. It's good to say that, like, it's like quite a traditional thing for like a, a like classically trained. We were talking about this to write soundtracks. These days, you don't have to be classically trained in orchestral music to write soundtrack. Yeah, you don't have to so be trained at all. You don't have to be right? trained at all. You teach yourself. Do you know um, Handmaid's Tale? Yeah, which I absolutely love. Yeah. I, I, I know of it. Oh, I've like, really I'll be honest. i honest. You're actually missing out. Like, this 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 show is like so. Oh, it's a show. It was a movie. Yeah, no, no, nah, no. it's just like it's like what's it's it's book, season like five now? Yes. Yeah, oh man, it's, it's a book. Well, it's like a really like it was a really famous book. Yeah, but now, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's proper intense. Okay, so, okay, okay. Um, it's not it's, you don't binge it. Like you have to have like a break after the episode to digest what just happened. But the guy wrote the soundtrack for that. It's a guy called Adam Taylor. Okay. And he like is like self-taught. Really? You think like that's mad. You self-taught, and now you're like an Emmy award-winning mm. like soundtrack. Wow, that's pretty cool. Another soundtrack class. I mean, it's kind of tangent, but like not the same. But um, kind of with what you were saying about having um a musician then do score. Euphoria. That yeah. score is done by Labyrinth, and I think that's yeah. Like, it's it's an interesting one because I'm watching season two now. Um, I don't actually think the music on that's like that good, but I think season one and like also I rewatched season one. I wasn't sure about the score. I think the music is important only in the sense that like it builds the world and it like makes it as intense as it is. I think without the music you wouldn't have them. I'm not necessarily sure it's that good a score. I don't know. Like if I had to pick like my best, the, my favourite TV scores, it would definitely be Succession. No, but it's so good and it's like by the guy who did Moonlight. And he yeah. did like he's done so many. He's done Moonlight, yeah. did The King. Yeah, he's he done did. His, what's his name? I uh, Nicholas Brittell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's so good. He's done he's some like, mental has, like, stuff. Also, he was in this hip hop group when he was in college, mm-hmm. and so like at least in Succession, I think that like really comes out. So like the soundtrack, not the soundtrack, but like the title. He's nominated as well for Don't Look Up. He, I've not watched Don't Look Up. The musical that is dead. That's why you said that because I I listened to it. That's not even necessary to be like. Yeah. It's probably just because he's doing it that he got nominated. Mm. That's yeah. why the Oscars are a bit corrupt. But no, I also think it's because Meryl Streep and like Leo DiCaprio, Jennifer, whatever her name is, they're a lot. I'm not sure we're going to go into what we think about Oscar nominees. Oscar nominees, they're a bit like that all the time. Yeah, I would say like Emmys are really like biased because. What's it called? What's that? Emily in Paris. That should not have. Yeah, honestly. Like that. That was just hits. Speaking but, um, of good things, though, like I mentioned Black Panther before. Mm. I love how the how um, Ludwig Göransson worked with Kendrick Lamar on that. Yeah. And so the whole thing. So like he Ludwig Göransson wrote the actual soundtrack, but then Kendrick Lamar worked with him to you know put his influence on it, and then he released like music. Yeah. Like, out. Like, like, like a separate yeah. album for that's that. That's where that from. And all, all, like, I think there's some stuff the weekend on there as well. Like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's the sound that you can hear. Don't you looked at me there, but because uh, <laughs> well, it was the weekend. Okay, fair. Oh, that's that's another that's another story. <laughs> now, look, I don't think you'd actually want me. I think my opinions on our opinions would be too too conflicting on that. Maybe. <laughs> um. I I'd, I'd be probably interested to hear though, like what actually apart from Succession, like. What is your favourite film also your favourite soundtrack or what is your favourite soundtrack? Um, for what? Uh, do you know what? Oh, that's such a hard what question. I, it is my, a hard question. My favourite film is not related to my favourite soundtrack. It's my favourite, yeah. It's, mm. Which favourite film then? You, got, you can't just say that. Like, no, 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 no. Just like... Too bad. Because I said it, but then, like, I've got like, a list of favourite films and I do really love like The Lion King, Hans Zimmer did that music. And yeah, that was, like, that was really his good. first and that's, Yeah, and that's a really, really good soundtrack. Yeah, it's actually really And that is definitely one of my mm. favourite films. But like a lot of the other ones, I wouldn't say that. Is your favourite Interstellar? Good soundtrack. I see. 
I might. Are you, are you going to allow me to do a hands on a Christopher Nolan tangent, like for two? Let's, minutes? Yeah, let's I'm going to do that. Sure, go on. So, <laughs> this is a proper tangent to be allowing, but fine. I'll, I'll, I'll come straight out and say it's like, it's like fanboy, not fanboy. What for Nolan? For Nolan, and this is why I was kind of, I'm kind of like. I think Tarantino's as well on music. Go on. Take it, well, <laughs> <laughs> just got that. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, I think he like chooses songs more so than he does like composers. Go on. But <laughs> anyway, like the. Nolan's like very musically sympathetic. He played. He uh, he was. Uh, I don't know. I think he played music when he was growing up. Mm. But he. That's why he had that really intimate relationship with Hans Zimmer because he loves, you know, putting his little influences into the soundtrack as well. Uh, but I think it's just really interesting looking at the progression of his, him and Hans Zimmer working together, starting from the first uh, Batman film, Batman Begins, mm. through the, the Dark Knight trilogy. Working on Inception, which obviously is possibly you can't, one of the most iconic pieces of film music. I think arguably one of the best soundtracks time. ever. Like ever, you've, you've heard "Time," right? The the song at the end of Inception. No. Okay. Um. I would draw my <laughs> statement about. By the way, I think that's. I think that's a like. I mean, if you go on the quite simple metric of Spotify streams, I think it's we've got some two hundred fifty million odd streams, mm. which is yeah. I mean, undoubtedly, that's one of those like the two of them. That was like one of their biggest. Yeah biggest films I mean, together yeah. and then afterwards after that he did interstellar which i think you mentioned before yeah, yeah, yeah. interstellar's obviously a great film in its own right but um the, the music i think is uh, it's very unique in the sense that every film they did together they worked on with a different set of instruments like there's there's a lot of like synths and um big big brass and horn sections in the dark knight soundtrack mm. uh inception's like very mixed it's got a lot of guitar like a lot of electric guitar and um, but Interstellar, they decided, Christopher Nolan actually put the idea to Hans Zimmer and said, right, let's write on a church organ. And so most of the soundtrack, is the base of it is on a church organ. And they recorded it at this really famous church in London. I don't know where it is, but um, it's a huge organ. Uh, and I just think that's, it creates such a, it, that's why I was on about redefining what you think is a normal space soundtrack. Because I think Interstellar just does something completely different. Um, and also to be fair, you know, they have the benefit of the fact that when you give Nolan and hands him at the time like yeah, you know yeah. to create that i mean you're gonna create something that's pretty pretty there's, incredible there's one song in particular on that soundtrack called mountains which is in the scene where they arrive on a planet that's in like close proximity to, to a black hole so time is sort of warped there because of because of the gravity uh and there's a metronome in the in the back of the song mm-hmm. and it like clicks you know whatever 60 beats per minute uh every second and if you do the maths, they say in the film that every uh, hour they spend on that planet is seven years on Earth. And every, if you like times it all out, every click of that metronome is a day passing on Earth. And, and, it, and the, the intensity of the song gets faster and faster and faster as, they, as the, this uh, wave is coming towards them and they need to get off. And it's just, the create creates that, as, a, as, a, as a, 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 the audience member, you're just like, you're panicking for yeah. the characters because you're like, oh, get off because you're wasting time. And then when they get back up to the, the spaceship, uh, it's like something like thirty years went by when they were on the planet. Okay. Thirty years. I mean, like this, you know. I think more and more now, there's like a greater appreciation for. I mean, you know, I'd say that Hansim is like a celebrity now, I and mean, it sounds like, but he probably is a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a great appreciation for what they they do for like films, and there probably was probably as a result of people such as John Williams writing Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Jaws, some of these like soundtracks oh, which will like never die, like. People now realise that the power that these, you know, someone sings the Jaws soundtrack, That's and regardless of whatever, you know, whatever you've watched it, how long ago, like everyone knows exactly what we're talking yeah. about. Like that is pretty, pretty insane. 
Um, it's the same with Hedwig's theme. Like yeah, Hedwig's theme, it will never die in the sense of like everyone will know exactly what it is all the time. Right. Oh, like, no, 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 I know, but I'm just I, gonna, don't, I don't, <laughs> don't remember what Hedwig's theme actually was. Like, <laughs> you seem a lot of Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think, I think a, a strong theme is like a, for a franchise at least, it's, it's massive. Like, yeah. Having an iconic theme tune mm. is, is like such a, a, a huge thing in terms of like creating this iconic And franchise. arguably. I think that what Hansamer has in his skills and other people have in their skills of writing, you know, I'd say like blockbuster space soundtracks, yeah, etc. Well, you know, I don't think anyone can can ever say that John Williams has never written some of the best themes. John ever. Williams is yeah, the theme tune. He's written the best theme. You know, if you've written ET, you've written Indiana Jones, Star Wars. Like it's just the breadth and is insane. And yeah, that's undoubtedly why he'll go down as being like probably one of the best. I think arguably the, the most iconic theme tune in the recent years is the Avengers theme tune. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wrote that. I really just think about like what the Marvel ones are yeah. like, yeah. going through. The guys doing like, Marvel now, the guy just did the Spider Man. What? Hey, it, no, it, sorry. No, wait, no, what did you say? You don't like the Avengers theme? Yeah, I don't like the. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't think it's like that. What? Yeah. What? I think it's just that the Avengers is so big. No. But it kind of goes hand in hand with that, though. I don't know. I don't know. No, I think I think it's something like important about where they they also they're so good at placing it in the right moment yeah. to know what's like, like, in that yeah, first yeah. Avengers movie when like everyone's like standing like camera panning around it's like, 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 like the editor or like the director to like place the music like, to nah so they so what they do is when they write it they'll they'll have the you know depending on it, it can be a depending I, mean, I don't know exactly when how they did it mm. it depends obviously how early on they've been involved in the film whatever but sometimes they'll literally as you said some, I think like John Williams did this for the first Harry Potter movie they'll just be given like the film bare Mm. And they're just doing it so literally. His choice is where to put it. It's like yeah. quite a lot of ability just to choose. Yeah. Um, so I reshifted the edit based on. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm sure there's someone in the directing box like who could shift it if they wanted yeah. to. But um, yeah. I think there's it gives you often the they have quite a lot of. When when a theme comes on, like you know that did or like you yeah know, exactly the, yeah the, like was on about Game of Thrones or no but it, it is but also nah, it has to be well, like the, what about like we did DC I, I can't no but like as in like, like the fact that it's like um, it's because it's like a Marvel film it's only like but it wasn't a Marvel film the it. first time yeah. that like you listened to it like when it came on it did have that genuine effect and like yeah. it's been like st- it sticks with Marvel throughout yeah. but like because it's kind of grips mm. you at the start like, and a lot of these classic themes because that Marvel theme obviously like Avengers has been done so many times, like four years. They did the initial Avengers TV show yeah. and stuff. The same way with like um, when they've like revamped series and stuff. Like Batman's been revamped so yeah, many times. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, it's pretty hard to like make something original or, so, or like create a theme tune again for a series that's already had like past yeah. theme tunes. Mm. Um, I'm saying the guy who did No Way Home. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I didn't remember. Yeah, he did up. Yeah, the thing he's he's had this yeah. he's had this yeah. mad transition. He's gone from up Ratatouille. Yeah. He did Incredibles. Yeah, he's no, gone from yeah. this like mad, and then suddenly, literally, yeah. and suddenly he's doing like No Way Home. Yeah, it's set. Come on, Remy the Rat. What is Remy on? He's kind of like a pot of radioactive soup or something, and then gain like chef powers or something. He can cook. That is a pretty good power for a rat. Oh. And also started that's a sick movie. Yeah. Like no one can say anything about the movie. Um yeah, but imagine going from that to then suddenly doing like homecoming, like no way home, far from home. Uh, yeah. 
Ignore my uh, yeah, and then yeah. like straight to the Batman. And yeah. this Batman, he's, he's doing the new one, the Robin. Yeah, 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 but is it good? I, the No Way Home is good. Yeah, no, not No Way Home, the new Batman. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it hasn't yeah. come out yet. No, it's not. I swear yeah. it's happening. Also, that's the trailers are out. The trailers. But that's going to be some dark movie supposedly. So that'd be quite yeah. interesting to see how he changes. Because okay, no offense to him, I can't imagine Incredib- Incredibles is not a dark soundtrack. Yeah. Like no, you about to say it's just a bad movie. Incredibles. No, of course it's not. It's like not the Incredibles two. Heavily disappointing. Yeah, but they didn't I, want to, he didn't want to do a number two. Oh, I went to the cinema and I was like, "This is this is actually like yeah. dog, like Incredible, so Incredible bad." Two, man. It, it's not. It's not a ba- I feel like it's no, not. If it was like existed in a vacuum, I'm waiting for you to say this. It would no. be like okay, fine, but because it's like coming after Incredibles yeah. one, it's like I don't know. I just think, how do you do that? How do you take such a? Sometimes I just wish they just leave these films they, alone. No, like, leave they, it alone. They left it. It's like I don't know if you like like Monsters University. Oh, that was that was awesome. Monsters University. Uh, <laughs> what was wrong with Monsters University? A lot was wrong with that movie. Oh, leave man. leave Monsters Inc. alone. It, it, was, it, was, it was fine. It was fine. No, no, it was but fine. As a standard, I think Monsters University kind of worked. It had a slight cliffhanger, but it was just like no, no way. making it. it all this is so far from standard, but important, right. important. Over right. the hedge. I love that movie. That I movie love that movie. movie. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, Over the Hedge actually is so underrated. The, so underrated. I think it's been coming up on my TikTok a lot. That and Megamind have been coming up on my TikTok oh. like crazy. Me- okay, the thing of Megamind is that... Uh, see, I think Megamind's okay. But you can't put it in the same level as like Over the Hedge, Incredibles, like... Are you putting Over the Hedge at the same level as Incredibles? No, nah, not, not the same level, but I'm just saying... Over the Hedge It gets forgotten. When people it's list okay. these films, it gets yeah, forgotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people forget that that was... A good, a good movie. I feel like Mega Man deserves, deserves something though. Deserves some credit. I feel like okay, it deserves yeah, yeah. something, you know. I feel like Judy Bound to intersect and say, you told me to stop you rambling. Again. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> 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 I the films themselves the One thing I thought of though, um, literally like, I wasn't playing on it, but I was just like going through my Spotify just to like see if there was any soundtracks. But I feel like for a lot of like anime shows and movies, their soundtracks also like go incredibly hard as well. Like just for like Studio Ghibli ones alone. I think yeah. like with like mm. How's Moving Castle, like My Neighbor Totoro, like Kiki's Delivery Service, all of those kind of like, I don't know the name of the creators and if I can do that, I probably like can pronounce it. But like they all, <laughs> they like work because it's like this like kind of like fantasy esque but like small towny kind of like I don't know what period you describe it as. It's, like, it's kind of a bit more like abstractness as to how do you write. Yeah, it's like kind of like. I feel like it's like cottage core kind of like vibes, but like also quite like magical and that kind of thing. And it feels like that'd be quite a good challenge to write that sort of stuff. So that's quite yeah. Like... It's like a it's a weird little niche that you're going into, but I feel like they they just like balance it quite well. And I think like with a lot of like the ones they have, there's like like a playfulness in the soundtrack, mm. but it's like also kind of like heartwarming. I think like with the um the Spirit Away soundtrack, like I feel like that one. Just has I don't, like I can't describe the musicalness in like the right way, but it's nah, just it's like, really, like it's this the theme the main theme I don't know how does it go exactly it's like the yeah sing the it one? <laughs> I myself in the spot man I don't know but it's nice them give me ones and then nah, also, but I do think there's, there's like a skill in doing it like moving away from you know the big blockbuster like you know films and stuff there's a skill that in doing like these sort of animations yeah, yeah soundtracks yeah, yeah. because actually I think even more so the like the music's like way more important because. It's just like, you know, when there's not, you know, I suppose in these big blockbuster movies where you've got massive scenes with huge budgets and huge mm-hmm. technology, sometimes these like, animation films, like, it's it, the music will look con- like be constantly be playing. It's like a constant. It definitely sets the scene. I think, I guess, maybe in the fact that you have from the get go, because it's like animated, you low key have more, like, you can literally, I guess, obviously, you can like build a world if you like, do it in stellar and that, but like, because you're like 
drawing it from scratch and like making it in that way i think maybe there's more of like an opportunity to like make everything link in a way where if you're yeah. filming it there's like certain restrictions that you have to like kind of work with that aren't there if you're like just doing it straight for animation um and i think as well like with like for example like um i don't know if you've seen like cowboy bebop or like samurai shampoo these like quite goated like animes like really sick soundtrack but like cowboy bebop the whole thing is like kind of like the like a jazzy um like bebop style but like there's like some like westerny kind of stuff in it but like it's also like in space and that kind of thing um and like with a lot are you putting your hand up yeah what what, what does bebop mean i don't know what it means but it's like a style of like jazz i think it's like i couldn't describe like the the exact characteristics of it but i think it's like quite like a unique own little thing um but like with just like the way they like literally like the colors they use in the scene and like the way they animate the fights and that kind of stuff it like matches the pace of the music like mm. to a T and it's like such like an inter like the music in Cowboy Bebop is like such an integral part to like how they actually like play um and like the characters themselves and like all that kind of stuff. So it's really cool. Yeah. That's my recommendation guys. Cowboy Bebop soundtrack. Yeah, I think I need to be more some more Fans on its own. We've got friends at home who always try and get me into anime stuff. But I've I've seen Spirited Away. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen that. Have you seen Ponyo? No, okay. that's a good one, man. <laughs> yeah. You don't like it? We've had this conversation a lot. Oh, you said it was weird? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Who hurt you? Man, this is some childhood, <laughs> some trauma. Clearly Studio Ghibli. Okay. Um, so I guess maybe we just wrap, like, what then is your, like, top picks? If I were to, wait, let me just ask you some questions. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Like, if you had to recommend one theme song, one like, one singular theme song, theme song. Yeah, from like a TV show. And then, from a TV like, show. For a TV show or yeah, TV show and then a movie or like and or a movie. I'd say if, if I'm, I mean, I'll just go like the Cowboy Bebop, um, OP Rush. Oh no, is either is it Tank? I think it's called Tank. The like intro intro one. Um, mm. I'd say that one for my TV show for a movie. It's hard, it's tough, man. This is pressure, you know, yeah, there's so much. Also, as well, like, this is kind of, I feel like it's kind of cheating, but I feel like La La Land soundtrack, like, I oh, love that's that. so, oh, so much. I love it so only, much. Like, the only good thing about, no, sorry, that's a cat. Why? What are you on about? La La Land has great acting, it has great I'm actually, I'm, cinematography. What are you saying? It has a great soundtrack. Ryan Gosling, I can do. That movie is amazing. I'm sorry, wait, wait, where, where's the negative you're coming to? It's like, I can't even, oh like, it's just How is the story, story dead? Like, what do you the mean? The story is dead, but every other element of it. I'm actually quite like offended saying that. You can like... be offended, it's fine, but I'm correct. Like, everything <laughs> else is amazing in it, but like, the core of it is just like, meh. I oh. think what you get the whole the whole no thing sense. about it's like all about the like in like it's the shallowness of like the industry and it's like all Hollywood glamorization and that kind of thing. No, not even that. Like like so much simpler than that. Just like the story. I think you need to watch it again. No, I've watched it so many times. I love I love that film. Even though my favorite scene story. and my favorite bit the soundtrack is the end. Yeah, yeah when they yeah. play through the whole thing. Oh. Yeah, the thing, right? the oh, I, I, I can listen to it. I listen to it revising. I literally see the whole thing playing out. I love that bit so much. I think like. The film is bad, but like the ending is what makes it good. I think that's why you feel like it's a good film because you have to watch all of the like boring mm. stuff and like the meh to understand the end. And the end is amazing, the meh. but the rest is meh. That's a strong it's, word. No, it is. Okay, well, I disagree, Fun. but I accept. Yeah. I accept that's your opinion. You can sit in the wrong corner. Of yeah, yeah. You answered yours. Favorite. Oh, my favorite. Oh, this is so hard. Um, I mean, films. I've got to go with this because like it would just be, it'd be wrong if I didn't as a fan. Um. Oh, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say it. Like, <laughs> I'm going to say it. I have to stress, though. I think, like, yeah, it's all done by Howard Shaw. And also, like, watch this space. He's just been, like, um, asked to do the new Ring of Power, Lord of the Rings series that's coming oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Coming that's on Amazon. It's a billion pound series, so that's going to be mad. Um, and that comes out in, like, September. Uh, so I'm going to stay here. In terms of, like, is that a theme or is that just a movie soundtrack? No, I don't know. But let's go with that. Yeah. I'm way better than The Hobbit to stress. I'm not going to ever say on this podcast that I like The Hobbit. The Hobbit's like a terrible movie series. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, Move on from that now. But yeah, sorry, I just got to test that. I'm just out here trying to disagree with that. Yeah, you're saying. You're not a real opinion of me. Sorry. But um, TV. You're I not a TV person, are you? I'm not a massive TV person. I want to say, though, um, I do like. I was going to say Succession, but I'm not. I'm not I, don't, I don't really want Cody to, to agree with me. Either, so, um, <laughs> disagree. I'm going to say one which you're going to have a go at me for because I've not watched it. And I've been silent as you were chatting about it because I don't want to admit to that I've not watched it. But I do like the Game of Thrones main theme. It is yeah, good. Yeah, it it's iconic. I think the main one. Yeah. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Like, fair it's, enough. it's pretty iconic, isn't it? It's, so. it's, like, it's definitely not the best piece of music in the whole series, but uh, uh, for me, undoubtedly, that's go to TV I wouldn't say I would be like that Game of Thrones theme like bangs, but like it's like the game. It's yeah. like the Game of Thrones theme. Exactly. I mean, I'm like, okay. As you know, I'm going to, I'm going to change it. I think Hen- Handmaid's Tale has some really, like, really? dark stuff. I also like... Oh, this is going a bit of a tangent. I'm looking at the people who watched it, so... But um, at the end of every episode, they just pick, like, a piece of, you know, sort of normal music, which often has, like... It's completely juxtaposed to the yeah. scene. Yeah. So someone will be, like, disclaimer, watch the film, but someone will have, like, be some, like, terrible, like, torture scene, and then the end, it just stops, and it, like, really happy music just yeah. plays. Yeah. And it, I think that is really clever. I think it's really well done. They just pick this like music. Just it, it just makes you sit there and you sort of watch these like the credits. You think this this is kind of like really creepy. Yeah. Um, it kind of gives me like it may not be why they picked it, but for me anyway, it always makes me think that they're sort of trying to mirror the fact that obviously for those who haven't watched it, but mirror the fact that it's like the system trying to like cover things up. That's an interesting. And it's take. like the way, and also, also a lot of the words have like symbolism in the lyrics of the songs they pick. Yeah. But it is also yeah. quite interesting, I think. Yeah. Um, it always seems to be happy after a really sad scene, like a really yeah. clearly <laughs> well done. Um, but yeah, no, bit of a tangent. But there you go. No, that's so interesting. I think that's the reason why Succession is my top pick because I do think it like uses that juxtaposition. Um, so like, there's um this one character, Greg, who is like the family outsider, just like really soft. And like has the least power. Succession is basically like King Lear, but modern day, and it's like based on a media mogul family for people who don't know. But he's like the person with the least power within that system, and his theme, like his musical motif or whatever, is the like the score is it's called Power, and it's like really grand and like almost like a rock star. It's like really intense and like I just think it's really interesting that his theme is that because it, I I don't know. It's just I think it's. It's really noticeable. It almost like makes you aware of his lack of power because of like the juxtaposition. I think it's like a really interesting use of it. But like just throughout as well, succession just generally just such good use of music. I think within the theme there are like it carries on those motifs throughout the ser- the series, the season, the series, the series. Um, and I think the type of I think I was talking about it before when I started talking about it, but just like the use of like this classical baroque style to kind of mirror how the family sees themselves and then like underneath that the underscoring of like 808s and things like from hip hop and things like that like I just think yeah, it's really it's, cleverly like, done yeah. really impressive and it's one of the shows where I watched the f- like I didn't really watch it multiple times through but like the music made a really big impact on me um, which is why I thought like that's just an amazing piece of work 
Um, I also think it's like quite hard, or maybe it isn't hard, but like it's really different to come from scoring movies to then go and score a TV series because they're just like by nature quite different. So I think it's like really interesting. Um, from him, yeah, that's Nicholas Rattel. Nicholas yeah, Rattel. Nicholas Rattel. Yeah. Yeah. No film? I was waiting. Um, I don't have a film choice. Just not Hans Zimmer, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like. Or La La Land, or any other good movie, we're so safe. I don't know, like, when I was listening through them, like, there were lots with, like, really good. I don't know, it's. Stress, your art is going to be really judged. something with a theme, like, that's not based on theme, because I actually. You can say that, you can do it. No, no, because I would have said, like, Jaws, I think it's iconic. I think, like, Harry Potter's, I think, like, is really hard. I think a lot of people would say Star Trek, not Star Trek, Star Wars, is, like, a really impressive. You've just offended um, so many people by getting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I corrected myself, so it's fine. Um, why do you want to pick How to Train Your Dragon? I really no, no, I, no. That is, I think it's such a good That's score. not a bad pick. That's what you want. No, it's a good pick. Yeah, I think it's a very good score. No, that's a very good, yeah. A good tone between like a thematic thing, because I think you could like, very much be like, oh, this is from that. And it's also, <clears> yeah, I think it's good. One no, I do like it. It's good so, score. yeah, that is my pick for movies. Josh? Is I mean you've done your Nolan speech I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't think I could pick one film as, as okay, one, one soundtrack. I mean you, you can because we've all had to pick a film. So no, that's, oh, that's the game, oh, isn't it? Okay. Oh. If I don't think a director, I say Tarantino personally. But go on. Anyway, I, I like. I, I, <laughs> 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 not not going to engage yeah. with that. <laughs> Pulp Fiction's. What well, I think Tarantino is best. The best soundtrack on a Tarantino film. I think Pulp Fiction's got a great soundtrack. Um, I think Django Unchained was like five. Yeah, Django's good as well. I just remember Baby Driver's soundtrack. Oh, that yes. one, yeah. that one, that one was but so that, nice. That's a good, que- that's a good point actually. Like, because obviously that's got a, a lot of um, real like yeah, yeah, songs yeah. that release. You never go, mate. You take the soundtrack out of that film. Film gets worse than it already is. In, uh, for sure. The, fi- the sure, film, the sure. film's already. Oh wait, 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 what? This film is subpar. Like, it's sub-par. so, it's so no, bad. I disagree with you, but. Oh wow! To like, take yeah. the music out again, it get, goes even worse. Like, but it's it like, does. It, it needs the music. It needs like, the music. Even like when they started, like, everything like synced up to like the first song even, that they're yeah, doing yeah. in the bank. Even with the music, like it's like there's some scenes in it we like that is really cool. But the film whole film is just very subpar. Like you got you got like it's a good question to ask. Like is that still? Can we compare an original score with a yeah? Score I suppose like yeah. Drive where it's got interspersed with because then you can think oh the film like Bohemian Rhapsody. Or yeah, exactly. Go exactly. Go it songs like. No, like, I guess, like, like, would baby would like the concept of Baby Driver work with like a score score yeah, rather than like work. actual songs in it? I guess. Yeah, I don't know if it would. I but I mean, yeah, I mean, the score like, of that movie is pretty pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in the category of like a musical. Yeah. Then I yeah. Think, yeah. Like judging it as that is like different. So, yeah, I just think it's different. I think that's yeah. But well, some people put La La Land in the category of musical. There's got some no, kind of, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it is musical, but like, yeah. no, no. But there are obviously some like soundtrack elements which are like there are like the. Like Mia Sebastian female, like that kind of stuff that like plays through. Don't even mention that. I'm actually getting emotional. I love that soundtrack. I've had to take it off my revision playlist because I can't. If I'm in the library, I'm like I'm not focused anymore. Did you did you did you say your pick or did I don't I don't it would probably have to be one of the Zimmer Nolan. So just met, so same one then. What's the one? Just Inception, probably. Yeah. No, I was yeah. to say I'd be That's upset if that wasn't the one you picked. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, also the Dark Knight theme is incredible. Yeah. The Chords mm. The Joker yeah. theme as well. That one's quite yeah. intense one. Yeah. Just that movie. Just yeah. sorry. Just. You were sl- you were saying DC films are not having good soundtracks, but like. Did I? When did I say that? You well, did. When we were talking about yeah. Marvel, like, oh, just, it's all it's all recorded. We can hear it. I, I think I was saying. I can't remember what I was saying. 
Batman ones, ones for like DC films are really the only ones I feel like stand as. Oh well. yeah. Oh, I was just like, yeah, no, I'm just comparing you. Yeah. About I can't imagine Batman versus really Superman had a very memorable no, anything. Yeah, yeah, the, the, like, su- the new Superman theme. Henry Cavill Superman. He's, did he? he wrote the theme for that. Man, he's still white, but it's, it's a good song. I he, know, he's got the Wonder Woman theme as well. Did he? Yeah. Wonder Woman theme was good. Wonder Woman was a good movie. Like Wonder Woman was actually good. Um, I meant things like Batman vs Superman, yeah, Justice yeah, League, not, yeah, yeah. Right. Very generic. I don't quite like it. The, the, the first, the first no, one. The second one. The, se- the second the, one was the good one. Yeah, once you said about the rat thing when we watched it, it was so good. Like, it, you know, no, no, bro, the, the Suicide Squad is so it's good. good. I was oh dying every time we watched it. Wait, so you, you watched that because of the little rats film? <laughs> yeah, since you said that, I was like, wow, oh, I'm gonna watch it. And we were like, have you seen the Suicide Squad? I haven't seen the first one. There's one. There's one with Will Smith. There's one with Idris Elba. The new one. Yeah, the new one's Idris Elba. One. That's the good one. Right. I've seen the new one then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just about to say, I'm shouting out and no knowledge there. Yeah. <laughs> they both got Margot Robbie in, so. Yeah, because yeah. they can get rid of her. What? As in, like, they couldn't get rid of her. Oh. <laughs> 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 so it's just really offended her. Yeah, no, no, no. Alright, yeah, so I think. I mean, I do have other things like so you, you, you went to your questions and you asked one question. Oh, no, I haven't answered. went to one of the questions, but I just didn't know if you wanted to. I was going to say, like, your specific song. Like, I could pick one song that you think is, like, the best. Yeah, just the best song that's been, like, within the I mentioned song, it like, before, but instantly time for me. Okay. Time, not even just because of the what? scene it represents, but yeah. or just because for me as well, like, it it evokes, like, so much, like, nostalgia. And I don't know, it's a powerful song. It, I, I listen to it in vet when I'm feeling various different emotions in me. Mm. It's, it's a good song no, for me. Yeah. And it's per, a personal thing as well, but ob- objectively, it's, a, it's just an incredible piece of music at the same time. Fair. Does that have to be the, within the movie that you picked for the last No, but um, um, yeah. No, no, I know. You're, it's like... um, I was going to say, I don't know exactly what it's called, but there's an anime called Megalobox. Um, it's like Megalobox 2, like second season. Mm. Um, and like the whole like concept of like the show kind of like, it's like a, it's like a, on a server, it was like a boxing anime. Um, but like the second season kind of like deals with like a lot of like grief and like trauma and kind of like soul searching of this guy and like figuring out like who he is and it's like a bunch like a it's like really like quite like harrowing stuff like looking at this guy like dealing with like all this like stuff and what he's doing is like um and there's like one it's like one song that they kind of like this one character play it's like you know when like they, they'll do it in a show like a I don't know if you've seen the show they do but like a character will like play a song and then that will kind of like become like their theme or whatever and it kind of like they tie the soundtrack into like the plot of it so it's like not really breaking the fourth wall but like kind of in like a certain way yeah um but like it just like fits like really nicely into like the story of it and it's like quite like an emotional moment and i feel like that's the only like if i was like one very particular song that i want to yeah. sound um it's cool and also i like it because it's like a kind of like spanishy like latin kind of vibe i'm like guitar so i was like yeah nice little thing I got a lot of stuff I need to add to my list. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't try to go for one. I mean, I can go for a, a couple maybe like. Well, you get one. That's I one. Yes, you do. Okay, fine. Well, I'll mention one because I've already mentioned it, so it won't be my pick. Mm. But obviously, the ending of Ireland. But that can be a side. Um, oh, that's quite rogue. The Revenant. Yeah, the Revenant. The Revenant cool. main theme. You know, watch the Revenant. I haven't seen it's it. The no. Leo. Yeah, we eats the bull. I mean that that's one bit in the film, yeah, but like, yeah. <laughs> that's um, harrowing. It's, like, it suits the film so well. Yeah, it's really well because I mean a lot of the film, if you if people haven't watched it, it's like there's like no talking. It's very little talking because Leonardo DiCaprio pretty much gets left in the wilderness. So like it's really clever that they, they don't even bring people into the film because like he, he wouldn't even meet anyone. So there's like no talking. So a lot of it is like soundtrack, but also the soundtrack quite minimalist. 
like they're just really so science. No, the science is, what are you saying about science is good like it's really well done so I'd say the Revenant theme um, would be like quite hot there for me yeah. uh, okay um, right, so that really low no I just don't really like the Revenant that much but no no I'm to stress I like the theme I'm not suggesting it's like a great movie I think it is a good movie but mm. Just like, yeah, okay, but, um, I don't, oh, actually, no, I don't talk about original songs, just in terms of, like, TV shows. Okay, yeah. Like, Phineas and Ferb, goated. Best original cool. shows. Original songs. Do you think? Tell me a Phineas and Ferb song that missed. <laughs> I can't, I couldn't also tell you, like, a Phineas and Ferb song. Thingy's up for the Oscar this year for like original the, song. What is? Beyonce. Yeah. And she, she's up against, it's pretty much it's probably her up against Billie Eilish for No Time To Die. Original song. Yeah, I think I mean, but, I mean, it's really rare for. I mean, how many times has James Bond sung won the quite a lot? I don't know. It's not. I'm mean, Skyfall won it. Skyfall. What's Beyonce's one for? Um, it's for In King Richard. You know, the oh, new movie with Will Smith and um, yeah, 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 about the the Williams Tennis, sisters. Tennyson, yeah. Um, I think it is. Something wrong, but um, that's much. I haven't actually listened to it. But it's actually really good. Mm. Uh, she's been nominated. I mean, original songs always. I mean, in terms of like TV, I'm gonna say it because I mean, we might all be thinking it like Friends. I the song. No, 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 not the soundtrack, but the original, no, like the, the, title the song. song. Like it's just because it's iconic. Like, I don't. You know, you know, like shows like Glee. Would you count that as like? That's a musical in there. Nah, they're just covers. Do they? And like, I would say if you were measuring in terms of like commercial success. Then you'd have to like. But we shouldn't measure it in terms of that. Glee. Well, if you're saying like, oh, these are Oscar words, like I feel like that's kind of ish concern. Con- yeah. The Oscars has never been concerned with commercial success, as most do. No, I, mm, I don't know. But I think like you'd have to consider Glee. You'd have to consider things like I don't know Empire. Empire. Consider things like, like Hannah Montana. <laughs> what are you talking I'm just about? saying, like, like TV shows <laughs> that have like, <laughs> like, like, you would have to consider, like, yeah, those kind of things. There are some really House really musical really songs well, which like, was a slap play, so we can't. Yeah, like, big time rush as well, big time rush. Yeah, like, Victorious. Yeah, no, I know you're thinking of this, but, like, genuinely, like, if you think about, um. First, they sing in octonauts as well. No, but they. No, but they do really, really well. Like, I think they, like, have the record for the most number of units sold. From like a TV, like they did really well and they like charted really high. Like I'm not saying that they're good songs, but I think it's like it speaks to yeah. It's, it's, they, they, have, they have a place in like the yeah. It already speaks to their popularity. Like, yeah, so it makes sense. Popular, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Empire season one has like quite good original songs. You just want to just drop that one in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to shout out Empire. Basically. I, feel, I feel like one thing. Also, say. Peaky Blinders. Sorry, go Pe- on. Yeah, Peaky Blinders. <laughs> Peaky Blinders. I think they like selected the songs really well. They're I was like, like Luther's soundtrack as well. Luther, like the songs yeah. they chose for that yeah. one. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like one thing we'd take away is that it's no different from any normal music that you guys discuss. Soundtracks are subjective as anything like yeah. and also like, quite a broad range of like as we've just done by this conversation you know, what actually even falls under this so you're going from like the the classic blockbuster film aspect to films which use other music TV shows original scores original songs mm. like what really gets encompassed by it is pretty mm. pretty huge mm. yeah. if anything it's just music that goes with like any sort of visual accompaniment yeah as, I guess like it's, it's interesting because I think like I definitely didn't used to like think about it as much. Like, well, I just like watch a movie and like I hear the soundtrack and I'd be like, okay, like it's kind of cool. But then like when you like when uh, with the nature documentary one, that one kind of like 
because I just had to like start looking at them more critically just for like a separate thing I was doing. But like when I'm like actually watching and thinking like how does this like actually like relate to like what I'm seeing like the animals moving and like sometimes I can't like sometimes I'll do like an annoying thing where they play like some really whimsical music and it's like a little lizard moving and it's like I'm just like oh, man, in the moment. But like when it's like like I don't know like a race or like they're like animals fighting and they like you can tell like like they're putting the work yeah. into making the action like match and it's like it elevates it to like such a yeah, different degree 100%. and it's like i feel like it's nice like recognizing it while you're watching it like yo this soundtrack is like doing bits right now like, this thing's going crazy yeah yeah it's actually i don't know where it is you can watch it on youtube i think there's a really good like video on youtube where they've like taken out um the sound like the music from that really famous scene in et you know when the the guy the they, bike they go up on the bike yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they add it back in and they just like just I know it's it's slightly odd test because you obviously know what it would sound yeah. like, but it's really interesting to see how like different it's sort of the whole yeah. feel you know how the film even feels. Yeah. That's a good point. How many, um, how many incredible films, if you stripped it back to just the visual without this the audio, would be? And I know it's I know it's a bit of an odd test because obviously it's not as if no film would ever have no audio. Like they might, but, but it's but, interesting how much the music, yeah, yeah, yeah. and how much we associate with those sort of sounds is quite important. Isn't it? But, and like, if like the Star Wars soundtrack was like dead, or if it was just like a just like a little random sound, would the film have been? Yeah, yeah, would it like? Like I feel like that's like got so much of like a it's a gravitas, grip, it, yeah. yeah. And like the culture, like you hear that, you're like Star Wars. I'm ready. I yeah, what's going on. Yeah, like every kid can sing that. In the, yeah, in, yeah. In the oh, yeah. And you should always find someone who doesn't know the sound. Like, Star Wars thing. For like Spider Man, like da, 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 da. he's for like, oh yeah, that's Spider Man. The main, yeah. the, the the original, the original Tobey Maguire. Yeah, that yeah, had yeah, a yeah, such yeah. a good soundtrack. Each soundtrack. of the three Spider Man series has its own unique sound, mm. but also they sound similar kind of thing. Yeah, but they, they're different because so it's Danny Elfman. Oh, let me show you, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to check the names out, but um, it's Danny Elfman did the Tobey Maguire one. Yeah. Who did the Andrew Garfield one, I don't know who did that one, but that's also a good one. And also the new ones, the yeah, guy yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from I'm going to say the guy from Ratatouille, that's how I just remember him. But, um, <laughs> he actually came up there, man. That's just like a really big range. Tangent. Who's your favourite Spider-Man? This is a huge tangent, but that's really... How is that a huge tangent? You can talk about Spider-Man. It's definitely getting edited up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not surprising, what's that is. Oh, um, no, I don't want to make this comment. I can't, can't not say Tony McGuire, can you really... Okay, my favorite Spider Man. <laughs> no, 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 no. My favorite Spider Man is Tobey Maguire. Uh huh. I think. The, but, he's a good Spider Man. He's a good Peter. Parker. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Okay, okay, okay. My best Spider Man is is Tobey Maguire. But the only reason I'm going to make this point is because I don't I don't like the idea that people might think I'm saying he's like I think Andrew Garfield is like the best actor. Yeah. By a long way, right? And I think even the new film. Sorry, spoilers. Um, if you haven't watched it by now, yeah, you haven't watched it. Like, <laughs> you did the exact same thing last week. <laughs> what did you mean? No, Cody was like, oh, the new Spider was great. And I was like, yeah, by the way, no, what's my Andrew Garfield? I was saying, it's Andrew Garfield here, and you were like, oh, if you want to see the new Spider Man. Spoilers. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait. Like no one said anything about Andrew Garfield. No, oh, to be fair, if you haven't watched it by now, then like. So gonna, we, should, we should start this episode by saying there's going to be no way home spoilers in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it always seems to come up, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, um, it's, it's been two months, come on. I know, literally. Even the if you Google the movie, it has the cast list anyways now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's too It long. had it before, come on. <laughs> yeah, but some of those things are kind of like, you can't trust. Like, mm. um, you know, you're saying like, you don't want to say, you don't want to say Andrew Garfield's a bad actor. No, yeah, I think he obviously like, undoubtedly is an incredible actor. Yeah. And I think in the new film, the scenes with the three of them, I, I saw that it was obvious, in my opinion, that he was like, the best actor out of them. Mm. But, I think in terms of like, 
could be the nostalgia element, the fact that that's who I grew up with, but yeah. Tobey Maguire will always be Spider-Man for me, right? Um, I feel like we're being harsh on Tom Holland, but then no, again, I like, I like him, but I don't think he's that good. You know, yeah, I feel like because of how, like, I, I guess, like, it's kind of only, like, it justifies itself in the hindsight, but because all of, like, the free movies, actors like Tom Holland's essentially, like, he goes through the things that other people would have gone through in, like, their first movie. Yeah. Where he, like, goes, like, they had the whole great power, great responsibility thing, like, right at the end. And then he goes through his whole, like, struggling with, like, doing the right thing and he, like, tries to kill Goblin and shit and he, like, gets pulled back or whatever. But I feel like now that, like, you've seen that whole arc he's had... I like Tom Holland a lot more than maybe you would have if you like watched. Cause like no, in, no, I see you mean. In in is it Far From Home? I was like, this guy's an idiot. Like this guy is so. If you just watched the first two movies, yeah, your impression is so a bit annoying. Different. But now it's like he's kind of had the chance to kind of go through that arc and like grow. But I feel like mm-hmm. Loki. I if I'm like like pushing kind of pushing nostalgia away. I feel like Andrew Garfield. I feel like I love his Spider Man so much. You know, I feel like he really got shafted. Like, no, no, I, I, I think he got shafted. Ryan, yeah. I think it's Paul Ryan. I think he was a great actor, but the the films and the quality of the cat of like the um, the storylines yeah. and that stuff were just not up. They just weren't there. Like yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't think it's even controversial. Amazing Spider Man. I just don't. I think like he was really good in it, but the the characters and yeah, were just not. They weren't didn't match it. There were moments though, like when his like Spider Man shined though. Like I don't know if you know the scene when he's like he kind of there's like a carjacker and he's in the back of the car. And he's just like, oh, like, the guy's like, are you a cop? And he's like, really? You think I'm a cop? Like, dressed up like this? And he's like, got him on the wall. And he's like, webbing him up. But he's like, just like playing with it. And like, being yeah. dumb and silly. I'm just like, I feel like that's like the Spider-Man energy you want. Like, this guy that's just like taking the piss while he's fighting. Like, cracking jokes and being and a he's meant to be a kid, isn't he? He's meant to yeah. be like... But he's still got the brains and like, the like life stuff with his girlfriend and all that yeah. stuff. They might bring him back. They, I mean, they might. They do. That, I think I think it'd be a enough. I think it'd be a master move though. You gotta remember, that. Tom Holland's also had what two, three other films to pan out his story as well. He's got the whole true. interaction with Iron Man. Yeah, Civil War and all the, that. The but... didn't have this. I feel like it's very hard to compare because it's. Yeah, it's yeah. so slightly different. And like you know, Andrew Garfield didn't really get a chance. Um, and the second movie was like no improvement. Um, but oh, man, there was so many. Pro- did we did we talk about the second? I feel like we talked about it. What about Andrew Garfield as a Spider Man? Like what? I, I feel like I don't know I'm having deja vu I was, I was about to say like because of like, the second movie there were like so many script changes and I think like Joss Whedon was like yeah, looking at the yeah. storyboard and he was like this is trash like what are you guys doing here <laughs> and they wanted to like do all of this stuff and setups and everything which mm. has changed and that's why like the rhino is there but like he's like at the end of the movie and then there's all of this like sequel building but it's like really like shoddily done because it's just like no they just like try and do a million things at the same time and it just like never works whatever yeah um but I, just, I feel like I already said that, but I don't know if I did. I think you have said that on the Oh, okay. Yeah. But you said it now. But so. yeah, yeah. That's on me, as a man. There we go. Um, people, but no. Did they need to? I mean, if, if people want to, if, if want to have a soundtrack element to it, just to show, I mean, like, the, the first Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, I think is really good. It's by James Horner, um, who's done, like, some, like, pretty big... He did, um, I'm pointing you, because you, you just watched it, did um, uh, Braveheart. Braveheart, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which was a good movie. Um... So like yeah, that's pretty good soundtrack as well. I remember the the theme for like at the start of Amazing Spider Man two when he's like jumping down, it's like he's like the shot from his back and they got like that new like Spider Man theme. That was like a really nice moment. And then also the electro, um, like the insequency spider, but like kind of like made all like I don't know, grungy or whatever. That was quite a cool little thing they did. Mm. Yeah. 
you could probably quite clearly go on for another couple of hours. This is actually so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is like your longest episode yet. Hey, you know? For sure. Yeah. Like Mate, definitely. There's some waffle you can cut out of that easy peasy. But I'm we getting. Could, I'm, will we? I'm just joke. getting really cozy. I'm just here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, like hey. Okay, we'll do a part two. Y'all want, mm-hmm. y'all want to talk about what, some more Marvel movies? What's your favourite Marvel movie? Part two could just be films. Yeah, <laughs> Let's I would love to like, do a film. Like, oh, part two lie. is just films because I've got a lot to say. Yes, you do. <laughs> there's, no, there's no reason why we couldn't just yeah, do it. Yeah, pop culture. Like, music and pop culture. And then we just... Who's going to stop us? But just part two to say, on from the conversation about soundtracks, we realise that we have film knowledge that needs to be known. That needs to be known. It needs to be known. Gotta see if the audience want us back first. Yeah. Because <laughs> after this, like, who are those two guys? Like, <laughs> chat about, like, literally chatting other else. Oh, man. No, I feel like it's great when, like, people actually have, like, a lot to say, though, because yeah. it's just, like, really. Because it's, like, fun. I feel like it's fun for us as well, just, like, yeah, hearing like, 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 about things about, like, the, 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 Yeah, and how much I don't. Yeah, the truth is, like, whether I want to admit it or not, I, we do actually, like, enjoy listening to the. Yeah, the, yeah we actually do. Sp- I spend a decent amount of my. Life working slash revising, so um, that I mean, I yeah, not as much as I should be, but that's a different that's a different podcast. Um, but yeah, no, well, great guys, oh, yeah. thank Thanks you so for much coming for coming on. on. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been, this pleasure. Has been lovely. We've laughed together, we've cried together. Cody's been a hater. I'm not being. I see by saying we've learned a lot about a lot about you know. We can't just have yes men in the conversation. Yeah, but I think it's different to yes men and just like controversial people. On I'm the controversial one apparently. No, there's yes men and then there's just like wrong opinions. Um, and the opinion about La La Land is just wrong. Like, oh, yeah, that, you're, you're wrong for that. The you're La La, 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 La Land one is actual facts. That's just unnecessary hate on a good movie. No, La La Land is has. I'm not going to do this again. La La Land is not a good movie. No, no, the word you said was meh. It's meh. a meh, yeah, it's a meh, like, storyline. It's just that like, all the other elements, like, the text... I have to apologise for everyone listening to this. Yeah, I'm saying this to everyone, who, like... That who, 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 the health and safety part of this. Saying, <laughs> this podcast <laughs> may make you very upset. Yeah, Because um, some of the opinions will cause you, like, real distress. And it, this doesn't reflect the opinions of all <laughs> the members. <laughs> 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 we love our land, and we... Alright, well, bye. 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 Hang up. Yeah. <laughs> new, right. new podcast been formed, so it is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright, um do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna say the Say what? Say say what? The... Oh, that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh,